Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 25. Hello. This is the perfect way to kick off uh, the Christmas season, I guess, with this. That's right. Episode 25. Ho, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, I just got it. 25 days. 25th of Christ- December. It's Christmas. <laughs> what did you think? What I were you thinking? I, I was just confused. Okay. Oh, well. well. We have been drinking, so there's that. It's true. That's right. <laughs> so, Jess, what is in our cups? Uh, we are drinking... Encanto, which I think sounds like a Harry Potter spell, um, but it is a Prosecco uh, from Italy, and it is a gigantic bottle. It is so big, I want to sleep with it every night. Yes. It is very, very big. Um, and I got this from Trader Joe's from twelve for twelve ninety nine uh, because I went to Trader Joe's and shopped away my feelings after a bad day of work, um, and I saw it. And the nice Trader Joe's staff had put a sign up that said it was crisp and light and perfect for holiday parties. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I definitely can see that. It's, um, it is crisp. It is light. You could probably drink a lot of this. Uh, I think we were talking about it doesn't really have like the, the best aftertaste necessarily, Mm-mm. but it fades really quickly. So um, that also might be because we were eating candy before this. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, so maybe that's what they mean for holiday parties. Like if you're eating a bunch of rich food or sweet food, mm-hmm. maybe it kind of balances out for that. Well, I can't taste yeah. anything, so it tastes great to me. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. So if you're sick and want to drink some champagne, this is the champagne to drink for you. Yes. And it's (laughs) 1.5 liters. It is so large. So is that equivalent to like two bottles of champagne then? Um, I think so. Because aren't they 0.75 liters? We should know this, I feel like. (laughs) Oh, look, I just was like $12.99. This is a giant bottle. I'm going to get this. It does look really pretty, too. I love the shape of it. Mm-hmm. So it is a very, very, very nice bottle so, of champagne. Yeah. So look, if you're sick, pair this with your OJ to get better. If you're having lots of rich food, like rich tasting, lots of cheeses, pair this, drink a lot. There you go. Doing a holiday dinner party, need a gigantic bottle of champagne <laughs> for the table that looks really pretty and will serve everyone at the table without having to go get another bottle to refill. Mm-hmm. Get this kind. There you go. So what's this called again? Encanto from Trader Joe's. Okay. It is two bottles of champagne. And the traditional name for this size bottle is a magnum. Okay. That's right. A magnum of champagne. <laughs> a magnum of champagne. I feel like you're going to buy this all the time just so you can say you have a magnum What's of champagne. What's funny that I said I want to sleep with it. You want to sleep <laughs> with a magnum of champagne? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. This is, this is fitting for all the that's what she said jokes. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to tell my husband I want a Magnum for Christmas and see what happens. Okay. That could be taken in so many ways. I like, I, I'm curious what he will actually think you're referring to. Can yeah. you record that when that happens? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, in this episode, we're going to talk about our Thanksgiving recap. And if I am calling in from jail, <laughs> we're going to talk about holiday traditions and maybe things to do in your city or maybe places you might be traveling to and party theme ideas for the holidays. So how was your Thanksgiving, Lindsay? Well, I'm not in jail. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you didn't murder anybody? No, actually, it was pretty calm, collected. Everything was fine. 
Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you. Thank you. Super proud of you. Thank you. I feel like you set the bar like pretty high as far as like our expectations. But, you know, I'm really glad that you didn't meet those because that would mean you'd be in jail right now. Yeah. I so. mean, it'd be a baller story, but <laughs> it would be. It would definitely be a baller story. Yeah. So, so really, it was out of info. What about y'all? How's yours, Jess? Uh, yeah. I mean, I drank some champagne and watched a little bit of the Macy's Day Parade. And then, uh, yeah, other than that, it was really pretty chill. Well, that's pretty nice. We um, decided it would be a good idea to um, host a Thanksgiving brunch, which at the time I thought was a fantastic idea because it would be fun and it'd be different. We had all these like Thanksgiving themed brunch items. And it was actually quite delicious. The best thing was the um, stuffing cakes. Mm. So kind of like a potato cake um, or like a hash brown patty or something. But made with stuffing. So it was like stuffing and a little bit of like egg mixed into it to bind it together with some mozzarella cheese. Ooh. It was amazing. They were so good. But um, besides that, I don't know if I want to do this ever again. Just because it meant that I had to get up super early to cook early. And then... It was nice because it's like the day actually did stretch out a little bit longer because mm-hmm. we had we were like done by like one o'clock mm-hmm. and then we could kind of like rest for a little bit. And then we went to a friend's house for like a Friendsgiving thing around like 430. <laughs> actually, sorry, it was 330, but it felt like we had so much time. So that was kind of nice. And then we were refreshed by the time we went out to do some Black Friday shopping afterwards. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, Trina, went out for some Black Friday shopping and you, Lindsay, went out for some Black Friday shopping. Yes, right? ma'am. Mm-hmm. Jess did not. Why not? Yeah. No, I sat on the couch at my future in-laws and did some and then that was all. And then I came home and also sat on my couch and did some and yeah, that was all. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you did some online shopping. I did then. some online shopping for Black Friday and over the Black Friday weekend. And I did some Cyber Monday shopping. And But I did not venture out. Was it crazy? It actually wasn't too bad when I went out on... on well, I went out on Thursday, um, like after we finished dinner with our friends. Um, it wasn't too crazy. But we didn't also get there right when the rush started at like... You know, some of those places start at like four o'clock in the afternoon, which is nuts to me. Uh, even the six o'clock, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, no, we we avoided that and kind of went closer to like eight o'clock, and then we went out a little bit after that um, to Kohl's around like nine o'clock. So I mean, by the time we were finished up with shopping and made it back home, like the lines were pretty crazy, especially at Kohl's, and we just like lucked out because we were walking around the backside of the store, and there was like the customer service station where they had like four people lined up, and it kind of looked like they were just like helping people with like questions and stuff, but really they were checking people out. And so we went over there, literally waited in line behind like one person and then checked out. And then as we were walking out the store, the line had like wrapped around from the register. Cause like Coles is like a big giant square and it was all the way down the front aisle and all the way down the side aisle. And as we were walking along, we were like turning back to people and just going, Hey, customer service can check you out. We only waited like two minutes. Go now. <laughs> we did the same thing at Kohl's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I I just felt bad for all the people like that had been sitting there like waiting probably for, at that point, at least like 30, 40 minutes. And I was like, um, yeah, you could have like checked out in like two. <laughs> but We um, went and got in line at Target an hour before they opened to try to get a TV. Mm-hmm. And we did not get one. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. So is, was this, okay, is this like an Aldi situation where they handed out tickets? Yep. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what they usually do for the big 
the big expensive ticket items. ticketed items. Yeah. Um, I do have a funny story about all of this real quick, though. So my dad called me on Black Friday. Well, actually, it wasn't Black Friday. It was on uh, Thanksgiving. And it was roughly about like six o'clock in Florida in Eastern time zone. And um, he was talking to me about like his day and what he did for Thanksgiving and everything. And he was like, starts griping about like this parking lot he's in. He's like, oh my gosh. He's like, this parking lot is just crazy. I can't find any parking anywhere. I was like, where are you at? And he's like, I'm at Walmart. I'm trying to get some groceries. I need to get some lunch food for work tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, dad, it's six o'clock there, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, it's it's the start of like the big Black Friday sales at Walmart. Like you're going to stand in the longest line in the entire world to get like a loaf of bread and some sandwich meat. But no other place was open. And he was like, man, he's like, I forgot to get it the day before. And I really, really need something for lunch tomorrow at work. And now granted, you'd think, okay, just get up in the morning, and go to the store. But he works uh, like he has to be at work, I think at 6 a.m. So he's up at like four in the morning. So there's no time to go grocery shopping and do all of that before he goes to work. So he had to go into Walmart. He literally, as he was talking to me, he was at the very far end of the parking lot in Mm -hmm. like the very last spot. Something someone pulled out and he like pulled in there and he was just like, oh, well, we'll see how this goes. And I was like, you're going to like die in a mob at Walmart because you're trying to get bread (laughs) (laughs) on Black Friday, Thanksgiving, whatever. (laughs) Did he get in there and get any deals? I don't think so. I didn't follow up with him afterwards, but he did survive. So (laughs) he probably was like, I give up. I'm just going to starve tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like that would be a day where I would either just fast or I would like, if possible, grab. I don't know if he has time to like go get something on his lunch break. Mm -mm. Like once they're there and like in the work, he works at a prison. So like once he's there, he's there. Can't eat prison food. Oh, yeah. gosh. No. I mean, come on now. They'll make him something <laughs> if he asks. I'm sure they would, but I don't think he'd want that. <laughs> they, have, they have a vending machine. I'm sure they got something, but he's particular about what he has in his snacks, and he's he, he packages his meals pretty precisely. So I just thought it was really funny that he he's like, why is it so busy? And I'm like, oh, my God. Everyone knows, like, 6 o'clock, Walmart, just avoid it on Thanksgiving. <laughs> God, Dad. God, Dad. Jeez. Oh, man. But, yeah, I had to share you, that with you guys because it was... It cracked me up. I was just dying laughing on the phone with him. And I got off the phone and told Marshall, I was like, oh, my God, can you believe he is at Walmart right now <laughs> trying to get groceries? <laughs> I mean, he's going to stand in a line around the entire store. They should have like one register that's just open for people like that who are clearly not buying anything for Black Friday that are just like bad timing, dude. Bad yeah, timing. Yeah, just- <laughs> like I need some formula for my baby or mm-hmm. something like that or some diapers, <laughs> I mean, yeah. medicine, like mm-hmm. nothing that's obviously a black friday shopping extravaganza right. yeah so maybe 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 they'll listen to this and they'll decide to do that for mm-hmm. those people out there that's <laughs> yeah. right so what about y'all any any other uh, big black friday finds any uh um yes o- online cyber shopping finds or small business saturday finds uh black friday i'm real excited uh i purchased a christmas cat onesie <laughs> oh wow we're gonna need pictures of that yes from tipsy elves um i cannot wait to wear it and sit on my couch in a blanket burrito and i can't wait <laughs> please make that also be a cat blanket so you can just be mm-hmm. like one big 
kitty cat blanket burritoed yeah. onesie. So uh, that was my big Black Friday purchase. I mean, I bought some Christmas presents, but I also, that was like my Jess, like treating herself. Oh, and I also bought 10 pounds of butter. That's so random. <laughs> 10 pounds of butter. Why 10 pounds of butter? And where did you get that online? Yeah. And was it the, that big of a sale that you were like, I need this 10 pounds of butter right now? <laughs> okay. Well, so this was actually, I went to Kroger for this. Um, yes, Kroger had a special on their butter. It went from two ninety nine to one ninety nine, um, and you could buy five in one transaction. And with all of my holiday baking coming up, um, you better believe I was taking that deal. Um, so I actually wasn't able to go get the butter until Sunday morning because we got back. My fiance and I got back in town Friday afternoon. Uh, from being in West Tennessee for Thanksgiving, we went to two different Kroger's and they were sold out of their butter. Oh wow! So people Dang. like take this seriously. From two ninety nine to one ninety nine pound, yes. Uh huh. So I wasn't able, and then Saturday I was busy, and so I wasn't able. I went to Kroger at like eight a.m. on Sunday and stocked up on butter, and I used my Kroger Plus card to get five pounds of butter, and I used my fiance's Kroger Plus card to get five pounds of butter because you could only use it five times in one transaction. Wow. So that was my special, like, Black Friday weekend deal was to get 10 pounds of butter. Dang, girl. That's a lot yeah. of butter. That's a lot of butter. Lots of treats. I feel like that's also, like, our, our Black Friday tradition to, like, go get kitty litter. You, yeah. Yours is a butter for baking. Ours is kitty mm-hmm. litter for, like, a year's supply. Yes. You know, I'm back on keto. Maybe I should have went and got 10 pounds of butter. Maybe you should have. Mm-hmm. Now, next year, now you know, if you're still yeah. doing the keto lifestyle, you can go eat all the butter. It's true. That's interesting. I've never actually thought to, like, think about, like, sales at a grocery store. But I guess it kind of makes sense, depending on what you're interested in. Like, that might be, you know, your big thing. The weekend before, I got 15 blocks of cream cheese. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing they last a good bit. (laughs) That's right. Wow, that's hilarious, though. So, there you go. That was my uh, Black Friday. Mm -hmm. My most exciting purchase was Cyber Monday. And we got a Roomba. Ooh. And it came in today. And I unpacked it. And my daughter, who is now nine months old is obsessed and she chases it around she crawls after it and i'm just hoping she rides it oh my gosh that would be hilarious mm-hmm. um i do feel like that's that's gonna lead to her walking way sooner oh she's almost there yeah, i think she'll be walking by christmas y'all mm-hmm. it's ridiculous i remember when my sister first moved to tennessee mm-hmm. uh, my nephew was uh, around one year old and he was crawling still and he they came and stayed with us for a few weeks until they found a place and he started chasing after our cats so it's like he had a moving target to chase after mm-hmm. and within a week he was walking oh wow so oh my god yeah so your 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 Roomba is like the equivalent of my nephew chasing cats I feel like mm, I like it yeah so now she's gonna be like running after the Roomba next week <laughs> oh man you you better watch it she's gonna pull everything down now mm-hmm. uh, she already does y'all. all the things <laughs> she already does i don't know what our biggest uh i guess black friday thing was or cyber monday we did a lot of shopping over the weekend i know marshall's favorite thing was a new snare drum and he'll gladly tell you about it <laughs> gladly <laughs> now did you get all your kitty litter 
We did get all of our kitty litter. <gasps> Yay. Yes. Okay. How many trips did it, it take you <laughs> from the pet store to your house? It took two trips. It probably should have taken three, but we managed to get like two cartfuls. I mean, we legit had three cartfuls of <laughs> litter. We got two in the car at once. And then we were like, hey, we're going to leave this other basket here and we'll come back and get it in like an hour. And so we did that. Because we don't have a bigger vehicle this year. We have just like our, <laughs> our Kia Soul is like jam-packed. I'm like, you can't fit any more in there without the tires busting out of it. I mean, those are 35 pounds each, and we got 30 buckets. Just do the math on that. Oh we basically had 1,000 pounds of kitty litter. Well, I'm really glad you didn't have a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> no. Kitty litter uh, but, everywhere. If someone had hit the side of our car, I mean, I think it would have done more damage to their car. <laughs> 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 that's, all, that's a lot of weight happening there. Um, but yeah, it was. we were happy to get it, and it's it saves us so much throughout the year. Like, it saves us about $200 a year. Or I did the math, and it'll save us 200 this year. In previous years, it saved us almost $300 because they... Uh, they've raised the price the last two years. So it's like it went from seven ninety nine the first year, which was like half off of those buckets. Then it went to like eight ninety nine and this year it was nine ninety nine. So I think they're catching on to the trend that people like us go and buy this in bulk. Um but and that's why they're supposed to do it. Exactly. But they keep raising it. So I don't know. They can't really get it can't be that much of a sale. And it's not going to attract as many people if they keep raising it like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a feeling it'll stay at nine ninety nine for a while. Mm. So but I'm excited about it. We got our, our year haul and uh, we got a couple of other things. I, my Cyber Monday deals were the best, though, because I went shopping on Black Friday at Kohl's and I. I've dabbled in the Kohl's cash a little bit before, mm-hmm. you know, and getting the money back on that. Well, from shopping on Friday and buying a bunch of stuff for, we got some stuff for the house. We got some stuff for like nieces and nephews. Well, that turned into uh, like getting $60 back Kohl's cash. So then when Cyber Monday came around, I got online and I started shopping for a couple of things and got so much stuff for $50. I got like a king size five piece comforter set, like the Sherpa blanket set. What? Um, I got three copper baking pans, a pair of tall boots and it's like three shirts and a pair of pajama pants. And I still think I'm missing something else in there that I also got. And I paid $50 for it. That's awesome. It was crazy. So my biggest deals were at Kohl's, which now that explains the long lines around there. Because they do have the best deals if you really pay attention to the Kohl's cash. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got $60 back in Kohl's cash. That all went on my Cyber Monday stuff. It made amazing deals. Dang. So, something to look into next year, guys. Smart shopping. Mm-hmm. That is right. All right, let's get to holiday traditions and fun things to do in your city. Jess, you always do something, and you've got to give me details because I've seen pictures. Okay. I do, well, I do it every year now um, since I met my fiance. I do Santa Rampage. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds like fun. I know we ran into you once while you were doing this. Yes. So what is this Santa Rampage? It's a bunch of Santas rampaging through the streets in Nashville. Now, like, I, I, when you say rampaging, I, I, I expect it to be like, you know, think of like a mosh pit, but in mm-hmm. Santa outfits. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yes. Well, it's actually part of SantaCon. Um, it's, it happens in cities all over the country. And so in, in Nashville, it's Santa Rampage. And if you go to SantaCon.info, 
they have all the info so that you can check and see if your city is participating and it, it will list the dates and everything. So in Nashville, it's happening this year on December 8th. That's a Saturday. So you dress up as Santa or Mrs. Claus or some other um, winter character. Elf-like character. Elf-like character. There's elves, there's snowmen, there's gingerbread people. You get very creative and original. That's cool. Yeah. So in Nashville, um, you basically, you end up meeting at the big um, Christmas tree that's by the courthouse um, because you take a big group picture So what my fiance Will and I will usually go out to eat somewhere downtown dressed up in our Santa outfits. Um, And then we'll go and meet at the tree. And then everybody, you take the big picture, everybody's singing carols and everything like that. And then um, you just all of a sudden you take that picture and then you just go, you disperse. And so everybody just starts walking towards downtown all at once. So it's not like a designated, like you all go to the same bars or anything like that. Well, like so, some you, of the bars do you, yeah, you, there are kind of like a list of bars that have, will have drink specials. It's kind of like a bar crawl. Yeah. It's kind of like a bar crawl. You, but you like, everybody's on their best Santa behavior. Um, everybody's jolly. It's kind of like the unspoken rule. So everybody's going all at once down the street. And my favorite part is everybody that's in their cars is just looking out their windows, kind of like, what is happening right now at this moment. <laughs> um, some Santas will throw out candy to people. Oh, wow. Um, I thought you were going somewhere else with that for a second there. I was like, oh, you really stretched out that throw. Oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. later, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's really fun. Uh, usually our first stop, and this is the only time of the year that we ever go here, is we go to the Coyote Ugly Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in case you don't know, is the bar where the ladies can get on top of the bar and dance. Please tell me that there's a lot of, like, Mrs. Clauses up there. Yes, including me. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we need someone to document this and take pictures of you this year. Uh, I think there were some pictures from last year. <laughs> Lindsay and I are just magically going to be there taking pictures of yep. you all night as you drink. <laughs> what, what are you in? A sexy elf costume? A sexy Santa? Hey, what's your costume? I do, I do Mrs. Claus. Um, and I do it, you know, kind of hits at the knee. Sometimes I wear a petticoat under it. Um, and I wear some little boots. I looked at uh, getting a new um, outfit this year or get, maybe getting a, a little sexy gingerbread costume. Uh, but I stuck with my uh, Mrs. Claus outfit that That's I have. Cool. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just super fun. Um, and you just go to all the different bars downtown. So do you like pay to be a part of this or is it just like you just get the info and you you just just get the info and you go. Um, They do ask that the different bars you go to that you pay with cash just to make it easier on the bartenders Mm -hmm. um, that are there. Um, And I was reading on the SantaCon website. There are a couple of cities that ask for a donation and there are a couple of cities that do require tickets. Um, but it will list it very specifically on that city's like Facebook page or the SantaCon. And they're basically like, don't get scammed into buying tickets. But I like that it's called SantaCon. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you get to sit on Santa's lap? Well, you can, but everybody is Santa. So, so how many laps do you sit on? Well, that depends. Have you sat on many of the Santa laps? Well, not in your lifetime as a kid. I mean, like in the last three years you've been doing yeah. this. <laughs> well, since I've mostly been with my boyfriend slash fiance, I've sat on his Santa lap. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need that details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, you asked. <laughs> well, that does sound like a lot of fun. I know, like I said, we ran into you one year while you were doing this, oh, which at the time, I think actually Lindsay and I had our faces painted because we had just left the circus. Yes, but, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I do remember that. I think it might have been your first one, too. And that was our last. That was our last, last drunk, drunk circus. circus. Yeah. Yeah, I missed this. So days. Trina and I, we never had kids. At, well, <laughs> at that time. Yep. And so we always want to go to the circus. And, and you know, people have their kids there. And it's ridiculous that you bring kids to the circus. But anyway, <laughs> so we decided we'd go. And we had dinner before and actually got pretty tipsy. So we decided to make an annual drunk circus. And now it used to be in January. So it was like the thing that we looked forward to after the holidays. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yay, January started. We can get prepared for drunk circus. I went with you guys once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did it for like seven years, I think. Yeah. And then the last year, so they because of something, I think they that happened in our city, it got them off schedule. And so it, it almost went like a whole year without having it. Which would have been like almost like two years for us. Mm-hmm. And they had it in December. And that was the year that we ran into you doing that. And that ended up being our last circus. Because we did they, it up. We got our faces painted. Mm-hmm. We were adorable. We, we were took adorable. the husbands. I, yeah. They were so lucky to go with us. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky. Well, Santa Rampage, mm. um, December 8th here in Nashville. Um, if you're interested. Uh, like I said, SantaCon. Check out that website uh, to see if your city <clears throat> is listed um, there, there's many cities involved in the U.S. and there's international cities. I think it's happening in London. So, and other places. Yeah, I think somewhere in Japan. So, check it out. That's cool. You need to start a thing where you, like, go on vacation each year and, like, just go to Santa Fran pages in international countries. Yeah. You should make that happen. I think so. Tell fiance Will, a.k.a. Santa Will, that, <laughs> that he needs to make this happen. <laughs> I'm very excited. He got a new um, Santa suit this year. When I got my cat onesie, we got him a new Santa suit, and it's very sharp, so oh. I'm excited. Actually, maybe I should go do this with you this year um. because Marshall has a suit jacket that is just Santa cats. So it's like little <laughs> kitty cats all over it. It's like a red suit jacket and they've got like little Santa hats on them and everything. So he's he's like prepared. Well, I think he even has ornaments for his beard. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. They had those at Kohl's. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I've looked up and seen light ornaments. I told Will that he needs that for his beard. Mm-hmm. My dad sent that to me for Marshall and then my sister sent it to me for Marshall and I was just like, are you all hinting that I need to buy these for him? Because y'all mm-hmm. can buy them for him too. Oh. They had them at Kohl's. <laughs> You guys should come. Mm-hmm. Well, so this got us thinking, actually, when Jess was mentioning this, um, that what other events like this take place around like the country, around the world? So we did a little research this week. Yeah, so I was doing research, and it's not necessarily events. It's more like traditions around the world. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be really fun to share. Oh, okay. So what'd you find? Okay, so one of them, y'all probably all heard of, or seen that maybe Krampus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a real thing from Austria. And isn't it like a really scary yeah, thing? It's a beast-like demon creature that roams cities, frightening children that have been bad. Oh, wow. And people actually dress up. I think it happens on December 5th. They dress up. Um, so, St. Nicholas will come and reward the nice children. But if you've been bad, the Krampus, like, people really dress up. And they go around and they have sacks that they're going to whisk the way the kids in and they frighten children 
with chains and bells. Oh my god. Wow. That's like terrifying. So like people like actually go around in other countries and like kidnap little children to scare them and then they like, yes. return them later or and I don't know why we do not do this in America. Because it's highly illegal <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> I mean, not that a kid can't use a little scare and if they're like a little punk, but you know, we need it. Okay. We need it. <laughs> so you're, you're the only mother in the group. So I'm going to go ahead and if you say so. <laughs> yes. Just trust me. Okay. So another thing is in China and Japan, only 1% of their population is um, Christian. So a lot of them do not participate in Christmas. Like only one person in their population or 1%? 1%. Okay. Sorry, did I not say that? <laughs> one person in their population. Like, how do they know that this is only one person? <laughs> so they've had, like, they've come up with kind of cliche things to do or like funny traditions. And so in Japan, they have a Kentucky Fried Christmas dinner where they literally get KFC and eat KFC. Oh, wow. Yeah. I kind mean, of make fun of it. As far as Christmas traditions go, that's not a horrible one. No. <laughs> nope. Okay. In Norway, they put a broom on the porch. What's that for? So, um, it's a tradition that on Christmas Eve, witches and evil spirits would come out on Christmas Eve looking for brooms to ride on. So, people hide their brooms so they're not stolen by the witches. And evil spirits. I mean, that that sounds accurate. I mean, those witches and evil spirits. Yeah. You know, they're out to get you. I'm intrigued. I like that one, too. <laughs> I'm intrigued by that one. So, a place that you should visit if you live in America or anywhere is North Pole, Alaska. Okay. I oh, do yeah. want to go there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's a bucket list item. <laughs> it's Santa's home. And, um, well, not according to Norway, but that's a different story. Or Santa Claus, Indiana. Go. That's true. <laughs> so you can see the Northern Lights. You can visit the famous Santa Claus house and the Christmas in Ice. It's a six-week winter ice park. And, yeah, so it looks really cool. It's like a little white and red building. Ooh, that looks awesome. I feel like it should be a lot bigger if they're going to build toys there, but what ifs? Yeah, I feel like it needs to be bigger. Wait, so how close were you there when you were in Alaska? I don't think I was that far north in Alaska. Oh. I mean, the closest pl- pl- place I probably got towards that side would have been in Glacier Bay, but we didn't go that high up into Alaska. So it would have been cool, though, because I would have been all about that. Did you see the Northern Lights? We did not see the Northern okay. Lights. It wasn't the right time of year for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that is, again, like one of those little bucket list things. Like, I really want to see that. I feel at like some that's point Patrick's time. fault. I feel like that is too. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be sure to let him know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needed to pick that on a better time of year. Oh. God, Patrick. Um, <laughs> pick a better time to I not mean, get married. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it was still a fun trip to Alaska. I'm just going to say. I mean, it, we yeah. got to explore Alaska, see what it's about. And now when we go back, we know all the things that we should see in Alaska that are left to see in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, got the nature stuff out of the way. Next time, it's all about Christmas. Yeah. It's all yeah. about Christmas. All right, Trina, go ahead and talk about yours, and how about I hate you right now? (laughs) So I kind of fell down the rabbit hole when I started looking up places to, like, uh, like places that have really cool things to do, and I ended up actually coming across um, this article on timeout.com, and it's about New York and the best Christmas things to do in New York City. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's pretty, pretty awesome, and they had all sorts of, like, you know, your traditional things that you always think about, like 
the Winter Village in Bryant Park, which I saw last time I went to New York City. Um, and they have, of course, like the ice skating rink out there. And they have mm-hmm. all these little shops that you can go to and vendors and whatnot. But of course, they have the Rockets, um, the Rockefeller Tree and ice skating there. Ice skating is a huge thing up there. It's like everywhere. Um, the holiday window displays that are elaborate and extravagant, apparently like a huge sight to see. So all of those fun things. But there were like three or four things that really stood out to me that were just really, really, really interesting. So the first one was the, y'all, I feel like you're going to, especially Lindsay, I feel like you would love this. Mm. It's called the Nutcracker Rouge. Oh. Yes. It is at a uh, theater in Bushwick, I guess, or something like that. And it is... um, a spin on the Tchaikovsky, you know, spectacle mm-hmm. where they feature a top tier cast of opera singers, aerialists, circus performers, and burlesque artists. <gasps> what? Whoa. Yeah. If you don't go to that, I'm defriending you. I want to go so bad. It just sounds like it's going to be such an awesome show. But so that one, I was just, I was floored by that. Like, that's just a neat take on that because... Naturally, there are like 10 different places there that are doing like a Christmas carol or the Nutcracker. Blabbly, 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 all blah. sorts of places with that. But So that was kind of like neat that they did a very, very unique different spin yeah. on it. Um, of course, they have walking tours. Then they had something that's actually taking place December 9th. So mm-hmm. um, it's like a one-time thing like earlier in the month. But if you're in New York and you travel out there earlier in the month, um, there, there's this thing. Apparently, this is the 45th year they're doing it. And it's called Tuba Christmas. Apparently, they get together like 200-something tuba players and horn players, and they just play Christmas carols in front of the Rockefeller Plaza. And they have um, people who are doing like an ice skating performance behind them on it. And it just looks like it'd be super cool to go Mm. to. I think it's free. It's just people coming by and seeing it. Cool. So it's all outside. Um, And then this is the thing that I... It's so Jess. Oh, so Jess, I feel me. like you would be all about this. Okay, there is a thing called "What the Dickens." Ooh, and this is their ninth annual A Christmas Carol Marathon. So at first, I was like, "Oh God, it's like a running thing." No, it's not a running thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is um, this place called the Housing Works Thrift Store in Soho. And they welcome musician, writers, and performers to invoke Ebenezer Scrooge's uh, at his or Ebenezer Scrooge and his ghost. The event brings or the event begins at noon with caroling from the New York City Master Chorale, um, followed by a three and a half hour reading, uh, approximately that long, with writers giving their take on the infamous miser. So their seasonal treats like hot chocolate, mulled wine at the cafe, um, and they just basically from the pictures and stuff, it's like the entire room is just packed out with people just listening to someone read the entire story to them Mm -hmm. while they slowly get drunk or sugar hide. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I like it. It definitely sounds like something that you would definitely sign up for yep. and go sit through someone reading it to you sure the entire would. time. Sure. And then plus they carol to you and they do all these things. It's very social. And then it's like everyone sits and relaxes and just listens to it <coughs> and gets, you know, with the, the little interjections from the writers who will talk about like their take on the characters and the development. I mean, Charles Dickens used to perform slash read it himself. Yeah. So... so it's kind of cool. It's a, it's it's super neat. They do it December 15th this year. Oh. Um, 
so I, I'm these, this kind of stuff is just inspiring me to like think like why don't we have this stuff mm-hmm. in our city? So I like I like the idea of researching these other cities and seeing these people who put together these kind of unique takes on the events because you know if we don't have that here, why don't we start something like that here? You know, it's a, it's a neat little take on that. Well, that reminds me of Iceland. Of oh. Iceland. What do they do in Iceland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Iceland on Christmas Eve, people just exchange books. And then they spend the whole night reading and eating chocolate. Oh, that actually sounds nice, too. Uh, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, what it's I social do. and you get to read and you get to eat. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. And in Brazil, they don't have chimneys. So Santa comes through the front door. But do you know how he gets there? Because it's not on a sleigh with his eight tiny reindeer. Mm. It's on his helicopter. It's, oh, so do they all like wait for helicopter noises? Or? I guess. You think that would wake somebody up yeah i'm like mm. is it a silent helicopter maybe they got some weird stuff there in brazil interesting mm-hmm. well i do want to add one more thing if you can't make it to the east coast as amazing as all those things in new york sound when i was looking things up uh in las vegas they have you know las vegas is so many amazing lights and shows and everything um all the pictures for all the christmas and holiday lights looked crazy cool um, but this thing looked extra amazing and it'd be great if we could get some kind of cool thing like this in our city at the Mandalay Bay, they have a shark exhibit and Santa Claus is putting on his scuba diving equipment and jumping in the shark exhibit. So Santa Claus and Santa Jaws can reunite. OMG. I think that that description just sent Lindsay into a whole coughing fit. I know. Sorry, guys. I'm sick. <laughs> hey, you know what? She's making it through this episode, though. Yeah. Our, cheers to you. I can yeah. talk. I yeah. can actually talk. That's good. But uh, yeah, that sounded fun. Ooh. That does sound fun. I mean, I want to see. Does he like Santa jumping in like his shorts, swim trunks, and everything? Yeah, Santa. Yeah, Santa wow. Claus and. Or Santa, Santa in a wetsuit. Yeah, Santa with sharks and Santa Jaws. Mm-hmm. That's, that <laughs> Santa, was fun. Santa Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So oh my gosh. Have y'all ever played the holiday game Find the Pickle? Um, you made it sound a little dirtier yeah, than I was, I was expecting. Like, where but are you like, going with that? I mean, I have I have done the pickle game and like in hide it in the tree. Yeah, is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. So my mother in law puts has put up ten trees this year, and the dogs have a tree, and my dog's name is Pudge Pickle, so she always puts a pickle on it. But I didn't know there's an actual game. Yeah, there's definitely a game. Hide the pickle. Yeah. And then when I read it, it was not what I thought it was. (laughs) It is like hide the pickle ornament in the tree and whoever finds it gets extra gift. Mm hmm. We we have a little pickle ornament and we have put it in the tree before, but like our pickle ornament is like a little too big and too shiny. And so it's easily it's easy to spot it. Plus, we have a a fake tree. So it's not like a. I I feel like this game is made for real trees that are really thick that you have to like dig in there to find it. So, mm. that, yeah, that's a German tradition, right? Yeah. And you'd have to like hide it on like the like the day you're going to search for it. Otherwise, everyone's yes. going to search for it the mm-hmm. whole time and find it already. Like that that's the mistake we made. We had it in the tree and it was like, yeah, I already see it. Even if you put it in the middle of the tree at the bottom, you're going to find it. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Listeners, if you never played Had the Pickle, start this year. It's really fun. And yeah. it's not for pedophiles. It's not. <laughs> no. It's not as dirty as it sounds. It's not a dirty thing. And it's fun. Don't hide a real pickle in your tree. Just don't do it. No, don't do that. <laughs> that will eat it. <laughs> but yeah, you should totally look it up. And uh, I've, I've heard of a lot of people who have it as like a family tradition. It's like a very fun thing to do mm-hmm. for them. Ours, um, 
I don't have any family traditions like that with hiding pickles and trees. But I did date someone one time who um, they they started hiding gifts to one another. Um, they it, it was a weird thing that they had done, but like they they started wrapping things that like looked like they weren't gifts or hiding things in plain sight. Like at one point in times, I think someone put earrings like diamond earrings in the tree, but like did it in a way where it's like, you could not see it in the tree at all until Christmas morning. It was like, yeah, these diamond earrings have been hanging here this entire time. Um, oh my. another time the tree skirt was actually like these car hood blanket things that like one of the, one of the guys had wanted and they were red. And so they draped them all around the tree. And so it just looked like a tree skirt that all the, presents and stuff were on but it was really an actual president or hmm. present so yeah they've done some really like interesting things it was actually kind of a cool thing to like hide the gift in plain sight and not know who it was going to be that i year. dated a guy once and they opened all their christmas gifts and then they set them under the tree and could not use or partake in the gifts until new year's day what who who did that? It That's was in Pennsylvania. Dumb. That's mean. <clears throat> What's the point of opening them on Christmas Day if you don't get to play with them know, for a whole like, week? Yes, you got all this stuff. <clears throat> you can't use it. Ha ha ha. That's so mean. That I feel like that <clears throat> like good thing you broke up with them. Like I yeah. feel like that would have been a horrible tradition. <laughs> <clears throat> so another um Jay's cousin. So they're from Arizona <clears throat> and their family, one of the kids. Um, at an early age, started getting into the gifts, you know, and finding out and then taping it back and putting it back. So now they have come up with, you don't know whose present it is. There's a code on it. Oh. And it's the same code for everyone, like whatever they use. It might be numbers or letters, but so Sally has the same code on all her presents, but she doesn't know it's her presents. So they have to figure it out before they can open them. And so they sent them to them like mid-November. So they have literally a month and a half to figure it out. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it is. I mean, So we like, sat around the Thanksgiving table trying to figure those out. Like, what could these numbers mean? Oh, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. I feel like it's like a 10 to 12 digit letter code. I feel like that'd be a really mean trick to play on like my sister who has four kids now. Mm. Because especially the teenagers are going to be like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, now they're all adults. We so don't they're work like, for this. <laughs> like it's just a lot of fun trying to figure that out. Interesting. That is a lot of fun. Yeah, I have heard of people um, for kids that are very impatient in the morning and like want to run out of bed and like go to the presents. And I actually think this one's brilliant. Um, they they took like a uh, these people I know they took a a whole ball of yarn. And, like, wrap the kid up in their bed. And, like, they then take the yarn and it's just slowly unraveled and they tape it and, you know, they, they cover the entire door frame. And they have to untangle it and, like, roll it back up into a ball and they do it all over the house. And that's, and when they eventually get to the Christmas tree, that's when they can open presents. But it's a way to, like, make them so they don't, like, just, like, get out of bed and, like, go all tearing down there. And they're also, like, half cranky or, you know, digging into things while other people are trying to get up and get ready like the adults. So they have to get up and they have to completely like wind this ball of yarn back up. My in-laws did that to my husband. They tied it around his finger, but I think he got presents at different points. Oh, see, that's cool too. I feel Mm -hmm. like that'd be distracting depending on the kid's age though. Yeah. Yeah. Or the kid. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I've heard that and it's just a, such a neat little concept. I've seen the one where they tie it just to your finger and then you have to get up and like kind of follow the trail. But the one I saw that was like really, really funny was like they like attached it on points in the bed. <laughs> so it's like you had to unwind just to get out of bed and then it was like all over the door frame. So then you had to unwind to get through your door frame. And that's awesome. Yeah. There must have been a lot of work the night before. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work, but I feel like it'd probably be worth it if you had like that kid that's like, going to tear down there and like start tearing through everything. Just hopefully there's no emergencies like a fire. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully know. not. But at least then it's like yarn and tape. Like you can True. probably like knock it all down pretty or quickly. <laughs> run, run him with the scissors and snip, <laughs> chop, snip. chop him out real quick. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But that those are those are fun. If y'all have got any uh, fun little holiday traditions like that, y'all have to share them with us before the next episode. For sure. Mm-hmm. So it's time for holiday parties. And I feel like everyone always does the dirty Santa, you know, mm-hmm. where you steal gifts from one another. Mm-hmm. So what are some other fun ideas that people can do besides the regular old, you know, secret Santa or dirty Santa? Well, I mean, I've been to uh, wine swap parties where Mm -hmm. it's kind of that same concept of like you steal from one person and like give to someone else. But you basically you bring two of your favorite bottles of wine. Everyone Mm. draws numbers Mm -hmm. and then you um, you get to go around twice and you get to basically walk away with two different bottles of wine. Um, you can't choose what you brought, so you're supposed to bring your favorite one so that other people can have it. So you can bring a bottle of wine, a bottle of champagne, or anything like that. And same same concept, though, as like a white elephant or a dirty Santa where you mm-hmm. steal from people. And you, but it's or kind of like a win-win. Swap. Yeah, it's kind of like a win-win regardless, though, because you get to go home with two bottles of but bubbly it's or focused wine. on alcohol. I like it. Yeah, it's it's a very fun one. We did that a couple of years for, in a row for this uh, group of girls that... It, you know, we did that as our holiday party, and that was a lot of fun. So, and it's less to put together, I feel like, and it's a lot easier mm-hmm. on the buyer because yeah. you don't have to wrap it too. When you don't have to think about, okay, like, what can I get that somebody's gonna like? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like the same kind of concept with um, the wine thing, you can also do like favorite things uh-huh. type of gift. So, right? So, you get two of your favorite things. That's like under $10 or under $15. And it doesn't, I guess, necessarily have to be the same thing or it can be the same thing. Uh, But I think we've done that before for some kind of get together Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And I think I've gotten like an eyeshadow palette that I really liked. That was like $9.99. And then something else or I might have gotten two of that. And that way you go home with two things that are were somebody's favorite things that you can now experience right that you can now experience and so i think that's a really fun fun thing i think the last time i went to one like that i ended up actually leaving with someone's favorite like um quick easy brownie mix it was like a Mm -hmm. salted caramel brownie mix and they even brought like the caramel syrup and like a little bowl that you can make it all in Mm -hmm. oh i ate so so good for so long and you don't wrap (laughs) those like so you can see what it is exactly and it makes it easier and i guess it depends on if it's all ladies or if it's a mixed bunch like of Mm -hmm. what you're gonna get but um I think those those are just really fun and really easy because you already have something in mind of what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. And then and everyone brings, like, such different things. So some mm-hmm. people, depending on where they're at in their life and what they're they're doing at that time, they might bring, like, their favorite snack or their favorite treat. Um, I think uh, Lindsay had brought two of her favorite lipsticks one time. So mm-hmm. people got to try some of those new products. Uh, I've seen people bring in, like, their favorite pens and stationery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a neat little 
thing to do. I mean, and plus you get to know a lot of people and like, why is this your favorite thing right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are always fun. Um, ornament swaps. Those are always mm-hmm. fun, especially for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, at my last job, we actually did a weird take on the secret Santa gift. Okay. So, um, which I, I, I feel like if you can like change something like that slightly, it, it makes it a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did the secret Santa, but, and you'd pick the names of the different people in the office, but our goal was to not spend any, any money. So now granted, of course we work in the music industry. So there's like some little perks to that and stuff, but our goal was basically to find, use our connections and based on the person's interest, you either had to make them something, um, which you could spend a small amount on like supplies if you needed it, but it was like still keep it below like 10 bucks or whatever, or you had to f- figure out how to m- acquire something for them for free. Mm-hmm. So some people would like trade things with people. So it's like you'd go through like seven degrees of like trades before you'd find like the perfect item to give this person for free, mm. or you'd make something for them, or you'd ask someone to do something for them. And that was always really, really cool because, again, working in the industry, um, at that time, we worked with a lot of songwriters. So several times, um, one of the biggest gifts would be um, the giver, the the Secret Santa, would reach out to, like, that person's favorite songwriter or the writer of their favorite song or some some song they liked. And they'd ask the writer to hand write out the lyrics and sign them for them. And then they'd frame them and give it to them. So they'd spend a little bit of money on the frame, but otherwise, like, you'd get such a cool thing. That's awesome. Like, in the other room of our studio i've got um from lizzie hale from hailstorm hand wrote out like one of the songs that she wrote and then actually they took a picture of her writing it out for me and then she signed it and everything and it's all framed one of my favorite gifts ever that's really so, neat it was just like it was such cool experience because like even it, it you really had to figure out information about the person that you were making or buying or getting for uh-huh. and then um decide like what's so important in their life right now that you have to make for them or get for them one year Lindsay helped me make um disney shirts custom disney uh-huh. shirts for my boss and her daughter because they were getting ready to take her on her first trip to disney and so at that time that was a big thing for her so i was like well i can buy the material some of the materials like the t-shirts and then Lindsay had the stuff to put on the shirts mm-hmm. and then she helped me make them that's so, awesome. It was just such a fun little gift. And I've talked to my family about doing that because it's it's a neat way to break out your crafty side, you know, get, become resourceful and really think about like what you could get for that person. I love doing crafty stuff. Um, at my job at the museum where I worked in Boston, we would do a Yankee swap, which is kind of like white elephant slash dirty Santa, but we're Yankees up there and it's kind of like the same thing, but different name. Um, and one year it was like, you know, had to be under five or $10 or something like that. And it also kind of had to be something you could find or something you could make. And I made wine charms, mm-hmm. which was literally out of, I went to a craft store and it was kind of like out of earring hoops. And then I got like charms from like the, like, I don't know, like little charm section. And I made kind of like travel charms and mm-hmm. you just put the, charms and maybe i think i put like some little bells or something like that on there and i you just hook them there on the little earring backs and i made like a set of four wine charms and it was like there you go and like the person that like ended up with them like loved them and i was like oh well, there you go and it was, it was just like so fun to do yeah that does sound like a lot of fun i've never thought of doing that like the make the gifts for like a yankee gift swapper 
That's such a fun thing. But instead of going out and trying to spend like 15 or $20 on a set of that, I was just like, I'm just going to make my own and see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. I have heard of people doing that with like, um, since the ugly Christmas sweaters become such a craze in the last few years. I've never been to one, but I have actually heard of people doing like the ugly Christmas sweater parties um, or like doing like an ugly Christmas sweater like gift swap. Mm-hmm. So same thing, the the whole stealing from the other and yeah but i think that's kind of cool um one thing we used to do with this organization i was a part of was this is not for for uh december but in january every year um we would have this annual event called the regifting party and that was always like a big highlight for for everyone um And basically, it's kind of that same concept for, like, the Yankee gift swap and all of that. But you do it as re-gifting in January. Mm -hmm. Um, So this would be the time that you'd break out the worst gift you received for one of those Yankee gift swaps. Like, if you were the loser who got the one thing nobody wanted at the... Like at one of those Santa, dirty Santa gift exchanges, this is the time to get rid of that item. So everyone would show up with like their worst Christmas gift, essentially, or like the the cheesiest Christmas gift they they could find. And of course, half the people went to like, you know, probably the Walmart clearance aisle and Mm -hmm. bought like the cheesiest thing they could find. Um, But but, that's hilarious. But we do a re-gifting party in January and it was just, it always was just so much fun. Um You'd see people bringing in the most gaudy, like, horrible, cheesiest gifts. Like, I mean, I think there was one year, though, that they, it's joke, joke was on so many people because they all brought in, like, those, um, what were those, like, cozy blanket things that you get? Oh, snuggies. The snuggies. Oh, my God. Whoa. Why would you want to give that away? I'd love that. I mean, they were some pretty horrible ones. There was, like, some weird animal print ones and then Hmm. some, like, tie-dye ones and stuff. But, like, they brought those. And, but. I think two or three people brought Snuggies that looked like that. And what was funny about it is it ended up being the best gift of it. And so everyone kept fighting over it. <laughs> it was like, oh, you don't want this horrible Snuggie? I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, the dog one. I mean, those kind of parties. I love the idea of, of a different party like that. I do, too. That yeah. just sounds like that's fun to look forward to in the new year, too. Yeah. It kind of extends the holiday season a little bit more because let's let's face it. There's, everyone deals with like the January winter blues. So yeah. things like that are just fun to look forward to. And when it's like the hustle and bustle of December is like so crazy and January hits and it's like, okay, there's nothing to do. <laughs> so now it's time to wait until Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like there's like a whole month of just nothing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so maybe plan yourself a re-gifting party, um, you know, in January, yeah. everybody. That's when you have your holiday party. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Get everything on sale. It's smart. <laughs> I like it. Me anyway, too. y'all are invited to my holiday party. It'll be in January. It'll be oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, when is it? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I missed that. Wait, uh, is that going to be your axe throwing party? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> that Maybe. would be a lot of fun. Can we do <laughs> Can we do axe throwing dressed up like Santa's elves? Yes. Yeah. That would be fun, too. Yes. All the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the night Santa goes crazy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We could totally make a lot of fun out of that and get a really good video out of it, I feel like. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. So... Is all this holiday party talk making anyone else hungry or thirsty for the drinking thinking cap? Oh, yeah. I think so. What you got for us, Jess? So, just in case uh, you guys didn't know, 
Uh, Tuesday, December 4th, is National Cookie Day. National Cookie Day? National Cookie Day. Cookies. I was taking a sip of my champagne and almost spit that out. Cookie Monster. I was like, oh, wait, cookies? Cookies. (laughs) (laughs) All the cookies. All the cookies. I know. Isn't it great? It is. Awesome. It's perfect because uh, everybody loves cookies around the holiday. I feel like that day should be on my calendar already. Yeah. Well, I'll put it on there now. <laughs> and it just so happens that I was invited to a cookie swap on that day. Ooh. I was invited. Coincidentally. I know, coincidentally. Are you going to make those champagne cookies? Oh, that's what I was thinking as soon as you said it. Oh, uh, those were so good. Because oh, well, if you do, make extra. Oh, okay. Like a 200 or so. Oh, or, like or like so. a two. Are you going to put in an order for a champagne, a batch of champagne cookies? Yes. Yes. I will give you a check for $1 million. Oh. You can never cash. Oh. But I will pay you. Okay. Well, I will pay you with one gigantic bottle of one Magento. Yeah. Magnum. One bottle. I'll get you two Magnums. Two Magnums. <laughs> oh, yeah? I will, I'll get her two. <laughs> um, okay. Well, actually, I was uh, thinking more along the holiday Christmas lines. Um, I was inspired because one of my favorite cookies comes from Flower Bakery in Boston. And they make this homemade Oreo cookie. Wow. It's homemade so, Oreo cookie? Oh, yeah. It's oh. so good. It's kind of like this dark chocolate and kind of crisp and kind of cakey. It's amazing. Well, we did just try your um, oatmeal cream pie cookies with like the, so the pumpkin good. things. And those were amazing. I know everyone. So, the idea of you making now like a homemade Oreo cookie just that would be amazing. well it gets better because oh. i was going to make it peppermint and roll it in crushed peppermint oh mm. gosh this sounds so good yeah yes. you're, you're such a good baker i'll take an order of those as well okay yes. so because i do have the flower bakery cookbook so i was going to make some of their uh homemade oreo cookies and make them with some peppermint for this mm. cookie swap I would like to request an order for those as well. And Lindsay will pay you with her big check. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tessina. So that's what I'm thinking for this cookie swap that I'm invited to. Um, and if anyone is living and our listeners are living in the Nashville area, I'm going to the cookie clothes and calligraphy um, shindig on the Upper East Side. Um, and at Nashville's uh, own white ink calligraphy, who's awesome. I went to high school with Claire. Um, anyway, she invited me, and I'm really excited to go because she has some amazing cake toppers that I'm also going to be using in my holiday baking. Mm-hmm. I would like to take two steps back in this conversation and talk about the fact that Nashville has an Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the event was posted. Oh. About. What side is that? I know. I mean, we, we've already know. tried to make Sobro a thing. Is that but Madison? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is the Upper East Side? I feel like it's Madison. It does sound like know. it's Madison. You know what? That sounds better than Madison. Madison. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to bake my cookies. I'll post about the recipe and I'll post pictures from this cookie swap. Is what I'm saying. That sounds awesome. And I really want to try any of the leftovers. So I put... (laughs) Please bring home a goodie bag. (laughs) Yeah. So I put on my drinking thinking cap for Thanksgiving, y'all. good. I'm so... (gasps) Tell us about it. So I got some inspiration from listener Lizzie. All right, Lizzie. Yeah. So she posted this cranberry sauce recipe. And I was like, ooh, that sounds good. Because we usually like literally get the canned cranberries and like stick them on a plate. That's exactly what I did this year. Yeah. (laughs) Which is usually delicious. It is. (laughs) So I was like, hey, let me try something different. So I 
took her, she put um, fresh, fresh cranberries. I know. Sorry. Lizzie was inspired also by our cranberry. Yeah. (laughs) Fresh cranberries. And I ate them and they were very sour, but they were delicious (laughs) and I kept eating them. And um, so I did that and I boiled them with some maple syrup and orange juice, Mm -hmm. which is what her recipe was. And then I added some champagne. Ooh. Yeah, girl. And some sugar. But a lot of champagne. Yeah, girl. And I cooked them until the cranberries popped. Oh. But then it was just like cranberry and champagne. Yeah. Kind of sauce. So I was like, okay, so, you know, I'm going to do something else. So then I threw it in the blender Mm -hmm. and I blended it, took it all smooth. Oh, wow. And then I put it in the fridge and it was so great on the turkey and as a little dollop in your champagne cocktail. Oh, wow. So it was like a straw, or not um, strawberry, a cranberry, like, was it like compote or? It was a little more pureed. Pure, more pureed and more mm-hmm. syrupy. Yep. That sounds so good, though. It was good. Oh. So thank you, Lizzie. Well, and so yeah. definitely something that you can continue to use through December, probably in like your champagne, mm-hmm. in your like cocktail, and probably like I'm sure in your Christmas ham, et cetera. And she said if you add a little Dijon mustard in some sort of apple seasoning like it's a great dip Ooh, we're gonna post about all that yeah that that all sounds so good and i'm like every time we record i get so hungry i know <laughs> by the end of the episode i'm like man i really want to eat something right well, now i'll make you some because it was super easy um Sweet. i will also put that on my list of things that y'all can give me for christmas okay, okay. <laughs> done done for our holiday party because mm-hmm. I bought two humongous bags of fresh cranberries, and I still have one and three-fourths packs I, left. I just wow. bought more at the Trader Joe's today. So I have no cranberries in my house. I have cranberry juice, but I don't think that counts. No, just buy them all and freeze them. Yeah, I should probably do that, because all of this sounds so good. I definitely want to make this cranberry champagne syrupy. Yeah, stuff. and if you watch our Instagram, you saw my perfect Thanksgiving cocktail. That's right. Did what was in that? It? I did see that. Yeah, it was champagne and fresh cranberries. You just popped them <laughs> in, right? Yeah. Just just drop them on in there. My niece who lives with me, she's like, I really thought it was going to be something crazy. And all I did, she's like, you just threw cranberries in it. I'm like, you're welcome. It was garnish. <laughs> garnish. <laughs> Thanksgiving garnish. Come on now. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the holidays and gift giving, I uh, surprised you guys with a little find I got from Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And this is my little celebration for the week or for the episode. Um, so this actually, uh, we saw these at the store and my my sister and brother-in-law, they had actually given me one recently and it's a gigantic, according to the box here, it says oversized champagne glass, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's the right size champagne glass is yeah. what it should say. Yeah. But this is from Studio Mercantile and we found it at Macy's when we were shopping on Black Friday and they had them on sale. And so, uh, I got one for each of the lovely co-hosts here, and these are perfect for giving to the champagne lovers in your life. Um, But they are the, again, it says oversized, I say right size, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a giant champagne glass that can fit an entire bottle of champagne in one glass. Not a magnum, though. I mean, not a magnum. 
But you could take one Magnum and drink two glasses from it. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like that's appropriate. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we are debating on whether or not this should be our go-to drinking glasses for these shows going forward. Because usually when we record these episodes, we drink a bottle in the process of getting ready for the show and a bottle throughout the show. Mm-hmm. But this would mean we'd have to increase it next year to three bottles for every episode because we'd each have to drink an entire bottle. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and place my vote right now. What's your vote? Yes. What's your vote? Yeah. My vote is yes. All right. All yes. Right. We are officially moving to a three champagne bottle per episode crew. And we're going to name our bottles or our glasses each separately. So if you have any ideas. Oh, yes. I need inspiration for this. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, comes from uh, the obsession that both Lindsay and I have, but we're going to eventually uh, make Jess watch it, too. But from watching Cougar Town, where oh, they, yeah. they constantly name uh, the big giant glasses of wine. So now that we have our big giant glasses for champagne, they need to be named. Hell yeah. So I'm also, taking, taking ideas, guys. Also, that means uh, if we're moving up to three bottles an episode, that means please donate bottles of champagne mm-hmm. to us. Yes. All the champagne. It is Christmas. It is the time of giving, and you should give us for us giving to you. Full circle. Come on, guys. Tis the season. We give you laughs, and you give us champagne. <laughs> or two magnums. <laughs> or, or, or maybe credits towards an Uber or Lyft, because I luckily record here at out of the house, but these two lovely ladies do not. <laughs> yeah. And they might need rides home. <laughs> I, can, I can't. If we move up to three bottles an episode, I can't drive here anymore. I, yeah. One, or we're just moving in. Yeah. Or you're moving in. We'll just have to start recording these on a night that y'all can sleep over. <laughs> this will be the third time I've lived with you. We will all sleep in the studio. That's right. Done. That's right. So, let's get into this uh, drink about it, since we're talking about getting a little shysty and drunk on our show. Yeah. <laughs> um, what drink about you got this week? Oh, my God. I have the most exciting one. I'm sorry. I just have to pop in. Oh, my God. What? what oh, my what? God. Oh, my God. What is it? I'm going to be an ant. <gasps> Congratulations. It's a morning ant. But my niece is 23 and my nephew is 16. So, my husband's sister, Kelsey, is having a baby. She's having that is a baby. Exciting. And she finds out. If it's a boy or girl tomorrow, but I can't know till next Saturday. Oh, uh, boo. But I'm going to get it out of her. She's having a party? Um, yeah, she's going to have a little gender reveal. Oh, oh yay. So are they not going to know either? No, or? she's finding out. Oh, she's going to find so out? I'm counting on her not to be able to keep a secret. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she won't because I just need to know. Like, I've already started buying stuff and it's all gender neutral. I'm like, bleh. Yeah. And I said, I need to know if I need to start buying bows or bow ties. You just tell me. I just need to know. Rory just, needs to know. You just need to tell, yeah. tell her that, like, hey, you're going to get <laughs> twice as much stuff if you tell me now. Yes. Because there's more time to shop. Mm. Yeah. And I, already, <laughs> I have five humongous boxes of clothes that Rory has grown out of. So oh. does she want to go through those or do I need to sell them? Because yeah. a lot of them are like the Matilda Jane, the little fancy stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, I could get some money out of that. Oh, yeah. And I'd hate for her to lose out on those great clothes if she doesn't tell me right away. How exciting, though, because Rory's going to have a little cousin to grow up with. I know. That I is know. exciting. Oh, that is so exciting. I do post pictures of her and her other cousin, but there's a little bit of an age gap. Yeah. 23 years to be exact. 23 years. Yeah. yeah. That's a big gap. Yeah. So, wow. Well, congratulations to you, to the whole family, to your sister-in-law, of course, and brother-in-law. So, yay. Yeah. Uh, What do you got, Jess? Um, Well, I'm really excited because um, we've had 
about 20 bottles of wine sitting on our floor in our kind of dining room for like over a year. And it's wow. just, yeah, it's just been sitting there. I mean, we've been drinking them, but we've been adding to them for a while. I don't understand this. We collect. Yeah. <laughs> it's, look, we're members of a wine club. Okay. We're, me- we're members of like the Biltmore Wine Club from when we went there to Asheville. Um, we buy wine. We buy liquor. It's just, it's very unorganized. Okay. Um, and so we've been looking at this kind of like nice little bar hutch for a while that holds like 12 to 15 bottles of wine it has shelves has a cute little bar space where i can put like a shaker and some cute bar decorations etc but it's been like between four and five hundred dollars for a while uh well guess what fiance will refreshed his amazon cart last night and lo and behold it had like gone to three hundred dollars Oh, wow. Right. And so we were like, bye, bye, bye. Um, And so I'm just really excited that we're going to, like, right around the holiday season, finally organize that area of the apartment and, like, organize our wine. And I'm just, I'll have another space to decorate for Christmas. And I'm just really excited about it. She was so excited. She went in sync on us. That's right. I did go, (laughs) bye-bye. That is exciting, though. Also, because otherwise, I was about to say, you cannot get any more wine for Christmas until you put your wine up. I know. It's it's literally just been sitting in kind of like wine racks on the floor, and it's driving me bananas. OMG. So I'm just real excited about that. That is super exciting. Isn't that always like fun, though, when you find something in your Amazon cart and the price has gone down? So we were in a wine club, too. And we got like a case of wine every three months. But two weeks in, we were out of wine. And it just didn't seem like it added up, right? You're supposed to like space that out a little. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we buy. But how? If you have it, don't you just drink it? No, I mean, we like. Cause Not if you're Jess. <laughs> look, cause the, like, or Trina. I saw your me. stash up there. <laughs> the nicer wine we like hold off to for like nicer dinners. And, you know, we just we buy other wine and just drink that. But, you know. I get it. I get it. I get it. I mean, I have some like sparkling wine from that wine club that like I'm saving for us and stuff for other occasions. Yeah. Well, I've got a big uh, drink about it this this week. Spill. Um, obviously, when I was talking about things to do in other cities, I kind of fixated on one city. And that would be because... I'm going to New York City for Christmas. New York. And Lindsay wants to kill me for it. I do. I do. And um, Chester said spill, and I did. Um, but sorry, yeah. I was pouring Sean Pogney. Yes, and I hate you. I don't know why you wouldn't take your daughter. <laughs> I'm just so excited for it, though. Um, never in my entire life have I thought that I would go to New York City for Christmas. Like, never in my life did I actually think I'd actually make it to New York, and I did that two years ago, and ever since then, like, I've always heard that like that people go to certain cities, and they either fall in love, or they, like, absolutely hate it, or they're just like, meh, it was cool, but that's it. Um, and in, in terms of, like, when I was in college, and people talked about music industry cities... You know, I fell in love with Nashville immediately. Um, I went to California and I figured between like L.A. and New York, I'm more of a beach person. I was like going to love L.A. And I was like, meh, <laughs> didn't like it at all. Really? There were like little parts that I liked, but overall it was like I would never live there. So then when we finally made it to New York for the first time, it was just like, holy moly, I could live here. 
this is amazing and i want to come back here all the time so anyways ever since then like we've been dying to go back and marshall's been back once for uh work when he played a show there and he got to go around the city and he brought me back a bunch of gifts and stuff and it was so sweet but like um this we just randomly found like a a cyber monday deal so this actually would have been our biggest highlight from cyber monday okay it was actually i bought it on tuesday but they had like the cyber monday deal like went stretched out for the week and so the hotel ended up being like ridiculously cheap the hotel we found that we like fell in love with and right near central park we can walk to rockefeller center we can walk Times square it's just right in midtown manhattan it's amazing and so we're flying in on the 22nd. We're flying back on Christmas Day. And we got all of our points. Uh, or we used points for our flight. So we got those for free. Love it. So it's just an amazing little trip for the two of us to take. We're really, really excited about it. It's just like our own little adult dream bucket list Christmas. So oh, I'm so happy for y'all. And now I'm going to go to all of the crazy things that I found on that list in New York City. And most importantly, Nutcracker Rouge. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to look that up. I wish I could go to What the Dickens, but that's like before my trip. So if during that segment you heard the two over here making little noises, it's because they were jealous and they don't get to go. You're very jealous. (laughs) And you're going to eat all the food. Or do we eat all the food? Or do we get to go? It's just our secret (gasps) Christmas present we have not received yet. Right? Maybe it's that. Oh my God, that's totally it. That's what it is. Especially your adopted daughter. You would leave her out. She is giving us a really happy grimace oh, right now. Cheers, Jess. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. We're going to New York. I feel like this is where crickets would come in if there was a recording of crickets. Like, click, click. <laughs> Sorry. She just wants to keep it a surprise. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Any other drink about it before we get to the submitted drink about it? Oh, um, nope. I already told that one. Um, I'm not super happy about my possible work schedule over the holidays. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. My office might be open on Christmas Eve. Boo. Boo. I feel like you should get double time pay if you have to work on the holiday. I know it. My office is also definitely open on New Year's Eve. Wow. Seriously? Boo again. This is after I'm used to, as long as I've been at this job, the office closed the entire week between Christmas and New Year's. If it's like a national holiday, I feel like that should be like in law. You have to get paid like double time for the holidays. Yeah. You know? And I've just worked, the past couple of months are always crazy at work where I've been working like, uh over a hundred hours like for two weeks like you know 25 hours of overtime craziness um so i've just come to the conclusion that i certainly will not be working on christmas eve i certainly will not be working on new year's eve i don't really have much vacation or pto um so i'm just probably going to take some unpaid time off and just have myself a little christmas vacation anyway well, I'm glad you're still going to take those days off because you deserve those days off. Oh, I'm, I'm for sure going to take those days off and I might take the day after. Or no, I think I'm probably going to take the day after Christmas off anyway and just. Well, you're going to have nice. to take uh, Christmas Eve off. We're going to be in New York. Well, duh. But Christmas Eve is my favorite day. I like it more than Christmas Day, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. So there would be no question. Yeah. All of our clients are retailers anyway. They're not going to be, they're going to be too busy selling things in their store. So they're not going to care about us. 
I mean, we got one king size bed in New York, so we're all gonna squeeze in real tight if oh y'all come God. up. Listeners, <laughs> bye bye, Marshall. <laughs> Are you gonna be sleeping on the floor? Yes, Marshall <laughs> you, is. You ever stayed in a hotel in New York City? I, like, I love no. the reviews about how small they are. <laughs> Never, but I have stayed in them in Greece. And it cannot be any worse. Trina, <laughs> I don't know. It's really tiny. Trina, have you ever had a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll from a bodega? I have not. No. No. Should I try that when we go? Yeah. I, <laughs> I stuck to getting like a good mm-hmm. plain like New York bagel last time with like the cream cheese. Mm. Okay. I was like, I have to get that. Well, the bagels are delicious. And the pizza was amazing. Yes. Mm. Well, that's all delicious. It fits all the stereotypes. <laughs> Great. You're going to be staying by a bodega no matter where you are. You need to walk into that bodega and you need to say hello because they're going to have like a little thing where they can make you breakfast sandwiches. You just need to walk up there and say hello. I need a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. Okay. Make it that. I'm going to make that happen because that sounds delicious. If you're hungover in any shape or form, if you're hungry in any shape or form, that's going to fill your belly so great. And I probably will be because last time I went there, I definitely got drunk at a karaoke bar. Well, that's going to fill all your needs. It was the best karaoke bar, too, I've ever mm-hmm. been to. Like, okay. you walked around with the microphone, and then they passed it along the bar, and, and everyone they, sang. Probably not everyone sounded like a star. Not everyone did sound probably like not. a star. But it was really great, because I was there with a songwriter who wrote a couple of hit songs. And so... Did people sing them? People sang <gasps> them. And then also, like, his son was there, too. And so he or, and his wife were, like, requesting those songs. So it was really funny, because then he would sing the songs that he wrote in the bar. It was great. It That's was amazing. Such, such a fun experience. Well, <laughs> I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> I'm going to write that down for you on a note. Yes. Well. Okay. Well, I have to have a babopsy. A babopsy? A babopsy. A babopsy. If you've seen my big fat Greek wedding. A babopsy. <laughs> a babopsy. Alrighty. So a couple episodes ago, I told you about the lump that I had that they weren't concerned about it. Well, it's grown. There's some like stuff going on anyway. I've got to have a babopsy. A babopsy. Yeah. Well, let's definitely drink about that and then pray about that. That's right. Send all the good juju and all the good vibes to Miss Lindsay. And all the good champagne. And all the good champagne. Yeah, that. You know, she needs that too. Yeah. I feel like actually that lump is just like a little sack full of champagne. They're going to drain it. They're going to drain it and it's just going to be champagne in there. I'm like, so how much champagne do you drink? Like your body's like trying to find pots to store it. (laughs) That's what that is. That's what that is. New theory. Yeah, new theory. I like it. All right. Well, I feel like you need something to laugh about. So I'm going to read a listener submission. So, and it's a little long, but it's hilarious. Okay. And I think you guys are going to love it. So this drink about it is from Natalia from Reynolds. And she has titled this because she posted it actually on Facebook as well. Um, It is called Misadventure number 107,896. Oh, yes. So, I'm going to read this directly from what she wrote, because this is hilarious. It's a little bit longer, but it's a worthy, very worthy, vent-worthy drink-about-it moment. Okay. So, I've been reading online about DIY deodorizing bedrooms, because if a kid farts enough in their room, the mattress soaks that odor right up. (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) truth. I'm married to a man. (laughs) The article I liked stated to sprinkle baking soda on the bed, let it sit for an hour, and vacuum it right up. Okay, I've done this before. I figured that would be the one right there. If you can deodorize the fridge like that, why not a room? Yeah, but you also do lavender oil with it. So... She said, I tested it out on my daughter's bed. Vacuums up, hose attachment, everything just fine. I decided my room is next in the hallway. Why not do that room too? Well, first off, 
I bought a really, really big box of baking soda. Uh (laughs) I go to just sprinkle the box and the darn thing slips and I have a huge amount of baking soda on my bed. No problem. Or so I thought. So I got the vacuum hose attachment to vacuum it right up. Wrong. It's so much baking soda, it just spreads around. Oh, God. Well, me, being the, quote, genius that I am, decided to mount the bed and just really vacuum it. Because, you know, I get it. It's a mattress. You think you right. probably just... Mm-hmm. Right. Just go Giant go rectangle, you know. Anyways, her next statement is, don't do it. <laughs> With a lot of exclamation points after it. <laughs> the freaking baking soda shoots out of this vacuum everywhere. You would think <laughs> that I would have had the right sense to shut off the vacuum. No, I did not. I keep right on with it. It looked like a drug dealer's dream in my room. White powder every damn where. So now I think I might have to leave the country because it looks like a bag of cocaine just exploded in my room. I also might have the white lung. Cough, cough. Um, And officer, I swear it's just baking soda. And then our hashtags were fantastic. It was like hashtag misadventures. Hashtag I quit. Hashtag uh, popo coming for me. (laughs) Hashtag no more DIY. Oh my god! I was like crying when I was reading this first time because I I know Natalia and I was like picturing her like getting up there on that bed and being like I'm just gonna vacuum it and then it just like exploding at her everywhere and her being like oh my god it's like a crackhead's like favorite place oh my god oh yes I how did it finally go away I I guess just like endless vacuuming and then dusting probably she didn't leave it afterwards like with anything like uh, how she ended up cleaning it up but I imagine what started as like a simple cleaning project turned into like a massive overhaul because that stuff spreads it probably made it across her entire house (laughs) she probably had white powdered footprints across her entire but at least it smelled good and like across her furniture across her bed across her ceiling fans like i imagine it went everywhere i hope she stopped to drink a bottle of champagne first before she went back and tackled it she probably did not but she probably still needs one (laughs) probably oh my gosh get you a glass girl yes you deserve it natalia you deserve it cheers to you and your drink worthy moment of the week that was that was (laughs) ultimate drink worthy right Uh, what do you got for us, Lindsay? You posted on our Instagram and yeah. our Facebook, right? Yes. So, um, Abby Gifford from Nashville said she's drinking about it because she's moving. And you know how stressful that can be? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But yes. she's drinking about it because she's moving and they got the keys to their new home. Well, cheers. That's awesome. New home. Yep. I mean, not to the moving part. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, so, so a little bit of stressful, but then it's, it's all worth good. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's worth it. I met someone recently who created an entire business out of like moving people into their house and then decorating it and getting it all set up for them, so that basically they can go on vacation and like come back and like boom, they're in a new house and all their stuff is magically everywhere, like it's on a HGTV show. That's the best idea ever. Yeah. Like, she probably charges a lot of money for it, but it's probably well, well worth it completely. for, like, the rich and famous who can pay for it. We're still working on our house a year later. I, I've lived here for, like, six years, and I'm pretty sure we still have boxes that we haven't gone through yeah, ever. you know. Like, so, you know. <laughs> like, I would probably, if I could afford it, pay for someone to do that for me, <laughs> but I can't afford that, so that's not ever going to happen. <laughs> but cheers to you, Abby. Congrats on the new house. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Okay, so we have Lizzie in Florida. She's drinking because she's still drinking. Um, She said she's still obsessing over all the cranberry cocktails she made, and she just has so many cranberry 
so much cranberry juice left over that she basically just has to drink it. So she just <laughs> has cranberry apple cider, sangria, cranberry margaritas, and cranberry mimosas, just to name a few. So basically, she's just like up to her eyeballs in stuff to drink. So that's why she's just she's up to her eyeballs and cranberry. So what's you pair that with? Alcohol. Alcohol. Duh. So that's why she's drinking, which uh, I think that's completely drink about it worthy. Yeah. Um, you pair that with champagne and you make syrup or you just put it in your champagne. I'm just saying. Or, yeah, she's doing those cranberry mimosas, which sounds good that to does me. so good. That cranberry apple cider sangria sounds so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want some of that. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. So cheers to you, Lizzie. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, so Jenny Hill from Tennessee said, you know, she's drinking about it because sometimes you just need to self-care. That's right. And she likes to put on her slippers and relax and get a good glass or drink of something delicious. Oh, now that's that's the way we should be drinking when we record these episodes. Self-care. Yeah, self-care. I mean, we definitely drink <laughs> for our episodes every other week, but I think we need some self-care in between then uh, or when we're recording these shows. Like, mm-hmm. we could be more comfortable. Where's we my should, fuzzy slippers? Where's my fuzzy slippers? Come on, guys. We need to be uh, we need to be in its pure comfort mode. She needs to be in her cat onesie. Yeah. Yes. I need some fuzzy slippers. We the, all need an entire bottle of champagne in our glasses. The men in our life should be under the table giving us foot massages. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Jenny, I feel you. That's right. Jenny, thank you for all these ideas. We're going to we're going to make sure we clip this episode right there and like share it with our husbands and mm-hmm. fiancés. So that's right. Uh, last but not least, we have uh, our drink about it from Katie. Um, she says, I submitted a book proposal tonight after spending way too much time agonizing over it uh, to be sure it was perfect. It's sent now and I have some nog and what will be will be. So, well, cheers to you, Katie. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like in awe of the fact that you wrote a book or like wrote a book proposal that's freaking amazing that's amazing i don't even like to write like an Mm -hmm. article an essay a blog post i don't even like to write social media posts sometimes like that's agonizing for me like i can't imagine an entire like book i've started like three or four books because i have some ideas but i can never like end the ideas i have ideas i just don't want Oh, well, not that I don't want to sit down and write them. I don't have the time for that, but... Yeah. Like... I already have an editor. Her name is Jess. Her name oh, good. is Jess. Thank you. Yes. That's right. I will be your editor. <laughs> she's um, the best I know. I know, duh. She's, well, she's also the only editor I know, but... <laughs> I know lots of editors. Like, I, millions. I know song good. editors, but I... I well, I, Jess is yeah. better than those two. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Better than all of that. Well, I got a shout out to Katie, too, because she's also been making her own butter... So, she's really on top of her life right now. Wait, she makes her own butter? Yeah. OMG! Cheers again to Katie, because, like, you have to, you have to churn that stuff. She showed me step-by-step pictures. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, you, can, you can shape it. You can shake it in a mason jar. She showed me pictures. Hey, K- hey Katie, if you didn't know this, you can also go on Black Friday to Kroger <laughs> and buy it for discounted, <laughs> discounted bulk butter. So, that's how we got <laughs> to talking about it. So, shout out to you, Katie. Submitting book proposals, making your own butter, saying what will be will be. Being a badass. Being a badass. <laughs> well, I know this will be a surprise. But in Waynesboro, Tennessee, in my fifth grade science class, I learned how to make butter. 
Well, why didn't you tell me your tricks? Uh, wait, wait. You learned how to make murder? <laughs> Did I just get real country? You, you got real you country. Got real country. You, I learned how to make murder. Better. So, we did it in a baby jar. So, imagine how small a baby jar was. Mm-hmm. And that's what Katie did hers in. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, turn it. Like, you have to, like, my arm almost fell off. Yeah. As a fifth grader. Yeah. And I feel like you don't get sore as a fifth grader. It's <laughs> a lot, a lot harder. I work. I've not once ever tried to make butter or churn butter or anything like that. Just go buy it on sale like Justin. I will. I will. I'll stick to that. I I know my limits and my limits are right there at butter making. (laughs) Unless you need like a forearm workout. No. I feel like there's (laughs) other ways to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You. (laughs) Marshall. You're a lucky man. <laughs> Trina, oh my God, you have three points. Trina, flex those forearms. Flex them. Let me see. Yo, she's flexing around now. Oh my God, I'm dying over here. Uh, drink your champagne. <laughs> Your reaction to that was hilarious. Your minds are so far down in the gutter. I'm like sitting here, like, what are they laughing about? What did I say that was so funny? <laughs> No, we're going anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. Not I'm going, sure you yeah. already booked our plane tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. On that note. Well. <laughs> well, on that note, what we may or may not talk about on the next episode of The Champagne Way. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, that's not how you get the last drop out of your glass. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the whole thing tipped over and like she's licking the rim of it <laughs> i'm just trying to get the gummy I already bit the head off <laughs> <laughs> those gummies were good i don't know if we did we talk about the gummies yeah um kind of well what we may or may not talk about we on did. the next episode those These gummies, gummies. <laughs> uh what we may or may not talk about on the next episode for real mm, slimy <laughs> what will Lindsay get when she asks for a magnum in her stocking and will her husband actually believe her when she tells her him what it is mm. I, I would really like to know <laughs> what jay really thought when he heard i want a magnum for christmas i think he thought this <laughs> or gun uh, or gun um <laughs> will any of us ever get drunk enough off of a magnum to complete a book for just to edit maybe by yourself maybe maybe mm. will these two ever stop laughing about my weird joke so that they can get their christmas gifts back <laughs> find out on the next episode of the champagne way maybe <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, uh, please subscribe and rate and review us on all of the fun little places you can listen to us, which are iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcast, all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and like us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at The Champagne Way. We're on Twitter too, but we never use that, so whatever. Uh, please share us with your friends and your family because, frankly, we are hilarious and you should give the gift of laughter to them for Christmas. Also, we could really use the follows. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to The Second Sound and Marshall Widener for editing this episode, which is going to take him roughly three to five hours. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah but at least he has a wife with, like, huge forearms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun.
fun for my family to listen to. Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> We're not even at that episode yet. 